0: Ba-ba, ba-ra-ba Ba-ba, ba-ra-ba Ba-ba, ba-ra-ba The Chippa this, the Chippa this They shoot the shit They shoot, they shoot the shit Shoot, 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 shoot shit, shit, shit Shooting the shit with Chippa hey everybody welcome back to another episode of shooting the shit with chippa as always i am your host chris chipman aka the chippa coming to you on the last episode i will be recording in 2020 now being recorded on the 31st of 2020 so my guest today has even more of a special place in the pantheon of uh, my podcast because Woo-hoo! this literally is the last garbage of 2020 even though this won't be garbage this year i
1: was about to say that hurts. yes
0: (laughs) god damn it axel this is going to be terrible um now, now that you know who this is but before i do my patron thank you this is another geeks with warhammer episode and i am joined by one of my shield brothers axel wright how you doing bud
1: I'm doing great, and I'm here on my own because Ulrich is basically busy doing other stuff for the Geeks with Shields podcast and the various other stuff we do, and he's a busy man. And this uh, this particular episode concerns my primary army, so he entrusted he me to take care of it on my own. So.
0: And whose army?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: so... I will uh, do my $15 or more patrons real quick Because there are so many They are Mason, Christopher Finnick, Patricia Chipman Hugh K. Campbell, Jr. Alex Peregrine, Kevin CV, Mike the Gatherer Tyler Freshcorn, Mark Price Collaborating online, Alex Shaw, Seth Comfort Seth Decker, Andrew Krause, Little Nikki, Robert V. Aldrich, Aaron Moriarty Carolyn Thompson, Scott Curie, And Shore Hansen Gusted And this episode, even though I would love As always to say it's brought to you by the Geeks with Shields podcast More so, this episode is brought to you by the COVID-19 vaccine because I want to go
1: outside. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, side note, I just went back and rewatched little Nikki for the first time in like 10 years. I have no idea if it's any good, but I still enjoyed it. So I love the shit
0: out of that movie. (laughs) It, 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 It like it, like most of Sandler's output after basically the wedding singer, um, has a character that Sandler plays that I hate. And I love the rest of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> like like Nick Nikki annoys the shit out of me, but I love the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird. I I had the same thing with Don't Mess with the Zohan. I thought that was fucking hysterical, and I hated Zohan.
1: I need to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, well, it's goddamn list. riot.
0: It, it is an absolute. <laughs> when when they when they go to the um. Uh, and, again, it's 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 very racially insensitive, but <laughs> it makes sense when, when he goes to, like, all of his family members, you know, stores, and they all run, like, knockoff stereo equipment stores.
1: Uh, and all like... I know is I just – I recently came across the scene where he's, he's fighting, like, the army people. And he's like, oh, yeah, my ancestors haven't been here for hundreds of years. Yes. Ooh, that that made me laugh. So I was like, I need to revisit this. So. <laughs> He he makes clever stuff, and I, I I loved the the stores.
0: It was you know um, closing today and fifty percent off, and were the names of the stores. <laughs> it's Sony guts. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, I don't know why that makes me laugh so much, but it does. Um, so what what are we here to talk about uh, today, Ax? All right
1: so as as anyone who's listened to the previous things of this knows when when one of us comes here normally we've done other stuff but normally we talk about warhammer 40k Warhammer in general, but specifically 40K. Chris has joined us on our our journey through the Horus Heresy books. At the beginning of this, Chris basically didn't... He knew that 40K was a thing, but didn't know anything about it. He had a figurine. So we come on, and we teach him primarily about individual races. We started off doing lots of Imperium stuff. We've done a few Xenos uh, up through there. And today, we're talking about one of my two armies, because I collect two armies. But this was my first army, and my favorite race in warhammer 40k the orcs or the green skins and and as we do since we've been doing the last few times i've come on before i get into it based on our previous conversations based on what you know what little they've mentioned the book what is your i know you've done a little bit of picture hunting what is your initial impression or your thoughts on orcs before i get into it well
0: first off i want to go back to that document you sent me because for some reason i lost it but that's okay. Here it is. Um, I don't know why it dropped away, but it did. Um, so so my initial impression very early on in um our uh download of Warhammer when we did the 101 episode, um, where, where we kind of went through, you know, the few basic races and what they did. And um one of the ones was the orcs. So you were able to give me that, you know, first bit of insight. And that was before I knew anything. Outside of I know Warhammer is you know space military and space war I didn't know that the 40k side of it had any blend over with fantasy or supernatural I just didn't know any of that about it you Mm know so um it it was very surprising to me that we got to orcs because you know in my head it's like you hear orcs and you think you know Lord of the Rings you know and all this stuff and to think of the orcs as a assimilating planet space army but also orcs is is a really <laughs> cool, um, is a really cool thing. And so, you know, I uh, I don't know if that came from the the blending of Warhammer Fantasy into Warhammer 40k, or when they really uh, you know decided that orcs were a thing. I don't know if they've been there from the beginning. But I love my favorite thing about what I've been learning about Warhammer is that it blends all of those genres. And again, you know, it blends those genres because it's selling a product and it's, you know, trying mm-hmm. to bring everybody in. I get that, but it's still a lot of fun, you know, like when when I was reading um, the Horus Heresy and we had the Samus thing for the first time. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, because, you know, I don't know anything about any supernatural stuff coming into this. And yeah. is it all BS? Is it, you know, an alien mind trick? You know, what is it? And the same thing when you were explaining the orcs, it's like, okay, this is like orcs but they're another race this isn't just you know the fantasy orc i think of this says more to it and i uh I, I really like that about it you know i'm looking at a picture of a you know um armored orc with skulls on spikes with a big ass freaking gun in its hand and it's like that's not you know your uh dungeons and dragons orc you know what i mean <laughs> and so and so i'm really excited to learn more but that my my initial impression is I'm excited to get in, because we've done Xenos before, but this one in particular interests me because I have a preconceived notion of what an orc is, and I have a little
1: bit of input from you, but outside of that, I don't. Yeah, so so my, so first of all, to answer one thing you said, my my knowledge of first and second edition is actually very low, I've been doing, getting my research higher, but to my knowledge, orcs have been around since the beginning of 40k, they're basically the Xenos race, like- When it comes to 40k, it, you could almost argue it's Space Marines, Chaos Demons, and Orcs were like your original triumvirate. Eldar gotcha. are pretty important too, but that's my point is that Orcs are like the Xenos race to most represent Xenos races in in a sense, and they've been around since the beginning. They are they're also, as far as tabletops concerned, are never bad. They've always been good, not always the best, but always good. So. As far as opening basics go, I already mentioned they're also called the Greenskins. Uh, they are an extremely old race. They're one of the oldest races in the 40K uh, universe, and they're spread throughout the entire galaxy. They love war for the sake of war and violence itself. These are not a species with political machinations or uh, underlying motivations or, or you know d- diplomacy or espionage. They just want to do war, period. I like that. And they are the most common source of comic relief in, in this universe. Like, there are other sources of comedy, uh, sometimes in the Empire and, and stuff like that, but orcs are primarily a comic relief race. They are the most numerous race in the galaxy. There are basically more orcs than there are any other creature within the Milky Way, and they are, the only reason why they haven't taken over the entire galaxy is because they're too busy fighting each other most of the time. They are, by some estimations, the most successful race because, since their entire goal is just to wage war and they live in the grim dark future of 40k, they're basically in heaven. So yeah, of course, right? Yeah, they are fun. Fun is the capital word to keep in mind with this entire thing. Like a lot of other races might have, you know, uh, like the the Empire is a great. You know, I'm actually a historian. I like seeing how they attach these kind of things to it, or the Eldar got the whole like future tech kind of thing going on. But Orcs is fun. That is the word of the day here. And this document that you heard that listeners you heard Chris mention, I have this this document with a bunch of orc information. throughout the document, there will be text in green. And this comes from on a online, the community will post text in green that is an orc speaking because orcs have a very distinctive way of speaking. So, if so, just Chris, <laughs> if you see green text and you want it read out for the listeners, you can read it, you tell me to read it, whatever. But I just mostly put it there so you can laugh. Oh, this so, is going to be fun because I want to get right into first of all, when the orcs were created as a concept for 40k, because they already existed in fantasy, and I don't know too much about orcs in fantasy because orcs in Warhammer fantasy are much closer to w- your preconception about what orcs are, and right, but in 40k. At least I think this is true in fantasy as well, but again, not hundred percent sure. Their personality as like as a race, was partially modeled after English soccer hooligans. I love it. So they all speak in ridiculous over-the-top cockney accents. I... <laughs> all I can think of is like the Pikey subtitles in Snatch. yeah,
0: where, well, where, have you ever watched Snatch with the Pikey subtitles? Oh,
1: I have it with Pikey subtitles. The, one of the
0: one of the audio tracks is Pikey subtitles, and there's an entire sequence of Brad Pitt talking where there's just <laughs> a question mark at the bottom of the screen. And I, I, love I it. thought that I was love the it. best thing. Yeah, anyway. That's
1: wonderful. There is actually one specific group of orcs that take the the cocky accent even further because they're pirates. So that's oh, actually geez. my favorite. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get into real quick, because of, uh, of time, we've got a lot to cover here. So, beginnings. Where do the orcs come from within their universe? I remember when we talked about the Eldar, right? And how the yes. Eldar were created by the Old Ones to fight off the Necrons? Yes. Well, so were the orcs. Whereas the Eldar were created to be psychic beings, the orcs, although at the time they were called korks, were made to be, like, perfect physical war machines. So... In, in in because of that, they're not like a normal race. They are literally spores. They are fungus. They I have a picture here of yes, literally it's how an awesome. yeah, how an orc is born is underground and the only way you can tell is there are mushrooms growing from the top. So they are they don't have gender. They they are just spore people. This also means that when orcs land on your planet, they start dropping spores from their body, even if you defeat them Your planet is now infested with orcs, and they basically aren't going to go away unless you burn the entire planet. Jesus. (laughs) So this is why we use the term that they've infested the entire galaxy, because they're basically everywhere. (laughs) So they're uh, a regular orc boy. Is about the si- about as tall as a human. But so partially because they are hunched over so much. If they stood up tall, they'd be like you know much taller than human. I got a little size comparison. I see here. that. That's great. Yeah, but they also they're... like
0: the size comparison next to Space Marines, which is yeah. Really...
1: <laughs> So a an orc knob is a higher form of orc is kind of close to a space marine. They're very similar. But a regular orc boy is going to be like a really strong human in size, like, like a bodybuilder kind of thing. But there are, uh, there are different kinds of orcs uh, or greenskins, which is why really the general term, they're not all just the humanoid type because they're born with instinctual knowledge, right? So they don't really have to worry about like – Learning as much. They just whatever type of orc is a or greenskin is born. They already have instincts for what they're meant to do. So I got a few pictures of different kinds. That there's a kind called a squig. A squig is basically a greenskin animal, and they can range in size from really tiny, like fit in your hand, to kaiju size. So
0: and a, do- a kaiju size of that thing. Oh, I yeah, see the, the kaiju size. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's called a squigoth, and it looks kind of like if you took the elephant from uh, Return of the King and turned into a dinosaur and made it like twice as big, and so... made it and, and fueled it with nightmare imagery. What the hell? The,
0: it, yeah, it looks like the elephants in Return of the King as drawn by Todd McFarlane is kinda. kind
1: of. <laughs> also, a fun thing. Orcs don't grow hair, but some of them like to look like they have hair. So there are special squigs that are called hair squigs. So if you ever see an orc that looks like it has hair, it actually just has a squig on its head. That's hilarious. Yeah, again, comedy. We have uh, Gretchen, or, or Grotz, which are the Warhammer 40k equivalent of goblins. They are small. They're cowardly. They're really good for operating, like, large orc machinery because of their size. They actually tend to be smarter then your regular orcs uh, to kind of make up for that on um, this comes on the tabletop. They're actually better shots, but they're so weak that <laughs> they tend to be whipping boys for regular orcs.
0: Yeah. So, they, they, they strike me as like, you have a whole
1: lot of them and they just cause mischief until they die. Pretty much <laughs> grem, gremlins gremlins would be a really good kind of comparison to what, to what Gretchen are. There's a, there's a great, in one of the games I play, <laughs> one of the, the sound bites that happens every time you click on a Gretchen is, please no more kicking (laughs) stuff like that no kick the baby yeah so then we have uh standard orcs which are the ones we've talked about which look like kind of what you imagine orcs from for anyone who's just listening to this kind of what you imagine orcs like from lord of the rings look like except they're all green and they're bigger and they're kind of (laughs) dopey but they're still brutal yeah they kind of
0: have like a um like I don't even I, I don't want to use the word Incredible Hulk because Incredible Hulk stands strong, but they kind of have that like hulking beast. But yeah, kinda, that's actually not not too but, accurate. But kind of my mind too. But kind of like you know hulking beast that if you don't
1: point it in what direction to smash, it doesn't really know. <laughs> that's actually extremely accurate because orcs. One thing you'll hear orcs say all the time: orcs are made for fighting and winning. Which is not just a fun thing, it's literally what they are. Orcs require violence to live as sustenance. If they don't engage in violence, as uh, the, the Imperium has captured orcs and will put them in, like, in a cage and see what happens. And without violence to enact, they devolve into lethargic piles of spore flesh. That's funny. Yeah. So they need to fight, which is why they fight each other all the time. So... They're also really hard to kill because they were made to be, you know, this kind of thing. And they're, they're, you know, fungus. Most of their body can get ripped apart and they'll keep on fighting. There's a story of a group of humans on a planet uh, finding an orc frozen in a block of ice. They thawed it out and it then tried to kill them. So, I mean, they're, they're like fleshy tanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, too, and I, I learned this researching for this, but because they were made to fight Necrons, the Old Ones granted their spores the ability to terraform a barren planet. Oh, shit. I had never heard this before, and I couldn't necessarily find uh, where this information came from substantiated. substantiate it, so if there's a Warhammer fan out there who tells me this is wrong, I'm fine with it. But I thought that was really cool, because if you remember from the Tyranid episode, Tyranids completely strip a world of biomass, so that means orcs can be like the solution to Tyranids. But anyway. Interesting. Yeah. So I mentioned before, and I am just following this kind of document to like, talk about this, but I mentioned before that orcs uh, have this, this accent. There's also certain terminology that's really fun. Uh, so I just wrote down some of the most important words to, to recognize an orc language. A uh, choppa is a melee weapon, usually a knife, sometimes an axe. A shoota is a gun. <laughs> to crump something is to kill it or crush it. A git is a moron. Or a weakling, something like that, to get stuck in means to get into a melee fight. The most important word, though, is daka, which is the sound of a shooter firing. It's also the noun for the amount of firing that's happening. So, nice. orcs will, will commonly just scream out daka, 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 daka. I I'm I'm in love with them. This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna move on uh, a bit into so. Orcs don't have tactics, and they don't have technology the same way that we think about it, right? Like, there are some orcs that have more strategy. We'll get to them later. But generally speaking, they are a blunt object. They just they win by sheer numbers and attrition. And one of the ways that all this is accomplished is with something called the WAH. Now, orcs use WAH, which is basically orc for war... For a lot of things. (laughs) It, It basically is their word for crusade as well. But what we're talking about here is that... So we've talked a lot about the warp in the past, right? Right. Well, where the Eldar were created to specifically utilize the warp, the orcs were created to be warp independent. So instead, all orcs, all of them, period, contribute to something called the wah field. Which is a low-level psychic field that they all share and is generated by them, and it's a subconscious, just part of their biology. That's most of them really are cool. Yeah, most of them are even aware that it it's really a thing. But the more orcs that congregate in an area, the stronger it is, and the waa actually modifies reality. Like, if they believe, if all the orcs collectively believe in something then it becomes true. This is very important because, like I said, orcs don't have technology the same way we think about it. Instead, their technology works because of the wa, which means their tech works because they believe it'll work. That's insane. Now, what that means is an orc can pick up a bunch of scrap, shove it together, put some bullets in it, and they'll fire because they believe it'll fire. This, this was a conscious decision by the old ones so that an army couldn't resupply itself with orc, like, fallen, you know... Right, you can't you stuff. can't take an orc weapon and use it because an orc weapon is just a construct of their imagination. Correct. Right. If, if, if you killed an orc and picked up his gun and tried to fire it, chances are good it ain't gonna fire for you because it doesn't actually follow any... Because it watching. isn't a gun. <laughs> yeah, it was for him, but it ain't for you. This could also mean uh, the example that Bricky gave is that a bunch of orcs could be in a car, and the car is driving, and then one orc goes, Oh, Zog, it's out of gas! And then the orc driving, who's the biggest orc, goes, No, it ain't. I filled it up. You're wrong. And is there gas in the car? I don't know. But the biggest orc said there was, and the rest of them are like, Oh, he's the biggest orc. He must be right. And so they all believe it'll run, so it keeps running. The, the orcs work on ignorant quantum physics. Basically, Yeah. <laughs> This, they work also... on Sh- Shro- Schrodinger's intelligence. Yeah, That's... so if you scroll down a bit, you'll see a picture of what's called a Stompa, which is this big, crazy, like oh my goodness, HG Wells nightmare of a of a mech that is basically running on old school steam power in the in the forty first millennium. But they believe it will work, so it does. So, I this is this is the exact type of whimsy
0: I didn't know Warhammer had. Yeah, this is is all mostly saved
1: for the orcs. I mean, it's grimdark whimsy, but it's whimsy. Now, one Um, of the most... Yeah, one of the most... Well, because it's the important thing, right, is that the orcs are still a brutal race that will massacre uh, a planet of people, but they're going to be hilarious doing it, so... This thing... Like, everything else I've seen in Warhammer looks
0: like someone was trying to... There's... When you hear a ship described in in the Graham McNeil books, you know what I mean. The ship, you can picture it in your mind and see how it goes together. This thing is like a little kid drawing it and going, (laughs) "It looks this way." It looks this way because it's cool, not 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 because it makes any sense. It looks this way because it's cool.
1: Like sense went out the window when we brought it works in. Like
0: the the (laughs) rockets and the silliness and the I'm in love with this thing. The 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 fact that like you know the the uh, um, coal burning apparatus is severely undersized for how large it is, <laughs> and, like it's just so much fun. I I uh, and the giant chainsaw. <laughs> yep,
1: that's, that's very i I'm in key. love with this thing. I want to build and paint this model. <laughs> you can stompas are for the record a a stampa model which is. I don't know, maybe um, a foot and a half, two feet tall. That yeah. it, it would have to be, right? <laughs> yeah, 125 bucks, I think, for one of those. I have a uh, a Morkonaut, which is like half the size of that, but still. <laughs> oh my god, you're. <clears throat> anyway, I'm 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 really really enjoying the orcs right now. And <laughs> yeah, there's
0: there's a going. there's
1: a comic there's a comic following it that has an orc with a IKEA box. And he just opens it up and makes a stomp out of it. And a bunch of tech priests are, are flabbergasted about it. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's wonderful. So now the wah, one of the most important aspects of the wah. field. So, oh, oh, so that's, that's a question. Um, what?
0: You, you get the tech priests, which are not an orc construct, that are confused. Do the orcs have an equivalent of something like that? Do they have like strong yes, with the wah they're called, orc? they're called mech boys. Okay, cool. Or just mechs. Uh, I, I, I picture the Mech Boys as like the um, the uh, what's the, the freaking thing Mad There's Max Fury Road? Mix,
1: yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, Mad Max Fury Road actually has a whole lot of orc energy going on. I was there. gonna say it what? really seems to. Yeah, uh, it's it's oddly enough I've i talked about that a bit with the orc before, but it's very very orky. They also have their own version of psychers that are called Weird Boys that that will channel the wah into like green lightning and shit. So but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, one of the most important aspects of the WA and one of the most well-known things about orcs is colors. Again, this comes from the fact that they were based on soccer hooligans, and soccer hooligans are all about, you know, what color your team is. So what that turns into here is that orcs believe colors have inherent power. And that by painting a color a thing, you will actually change the properties of that thing based on the color you did the most ex- most obvious example is they paint their vehicles red because red makes things go faster and they all fair. believe it so it does fair <laughs> and they uh let's see other other colors blue blue makes things lucky it also makes things uh both in regards to being safe and uh material gain green is best And anything painted green is just better than it otherwise would have been. Uh, Yellow is wealth. Anything painted uh, yellow will basically attract wealth, but will also explode bigger. (laughs) And white means death. And painting something white is basically a way to increase fearlessness and killing intent. And... Uh, black is toughness. Things that are, are black are tougher and harder to destroy and harder to kill. Uh, checkerboard, which is a representation of their gods, is both white and black, increases physical prowess. And then there's purple, kind of. Purple's a meme color. Purple means stealth, and an orc painted purple would be impossible to see. But this is hypothetical because no one has ever seen a purple orc. Ding.
0: <laughs> it's like um the Invisible Boy in Mystery Men. Kinda. I can only Be- go invisible if you're not looking at me. What?
1: Speaking of their uh, of their gods, their gods are Gork and Mork, and oh. one one is brutal but cunning, and the other is cunning but brutal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very
1: important th- distinction. Yep. And the funny thing is, whether or not Gork and Mork actually existed is not doesn't matter because they exist. They exist now because all orcs believe they exist. So the law brought them I, into existence. I love this.
0: I, I love the, uh, like, um, just that
1: whole idea of, yeah, well, no, no, no. We believe it, so now it is. There you go. Yeah, it's actually an inversion of belief, if you think about it. It's, right. <laughs> it's not it exists, so we believe in it. It's we believe in it, so it exists. Exactly. So, uh, now, society, this part I'm, is one of the more interesting parts for me. So first of all, I mentioned wealth. Orcs don't use currency that other races use. No, they don't have time for that. They use their teeth. <laughs> this way, do they, all, do they knock them out if they need to? Yeah, all orcs have a basic access to some wealth because they got their own teeth. Or if you're big enough, just go knock someone else's teeth out and take them. And you're bigger, so whatever. Wonderful. Orcs, orcs really function on a well. That orc's the biggest, so he's the boss. And listen to him because if I don't listen to him, he's going to crump me. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right banded so, together
0: no force in the galaxy could stop them
1: yeah that is actually very much accepted that if all the orcs came together under one banner nothing could stop them. You know, one one belief pointed in one direction they'd be all done yeah that's that's pretty correct <laughs> Uh, fortunately, that doesn't tend to happen most of the time. So, when enough orcs gather together, they reach a critical mass, they start a wah. Like, like I said, it's a, a crusade of a sort. It's a crusade of violence that spreads across planets. Usually, it's led by one particularly big, mean, and charismatic orc. He gets called the war boss or the warlord if he gets particularly high, but war boss is most common. And the war boss basically leads the wah. And because they're orcs, a war boss isn't just going to sit back and and dictate no they're going to be on the front line too so usually what happens is if space marines or whatever can kill the war boss then the wa will usually fall apart and the orcs will fall to infighting and so this, these are the reasons why orcs haven't taken over the galaxy yet right of course now sometime between the 30th and the 40th millennium there was a wa that was called uh the wa of the beast and now the the wa of the beast had six warlords. The uh, history got a little modified and people thought there was one war war boss at the top called the beast, but his but it actually was six different uh, war bosses that worked together, pretty much unheard of in orc culture, but that's why they were so successful like they required one of the primarchs himself taking them on to stop them essentially. Damn. So but that walk got stopped and when that walk got stopped the the six war bosses each basically their their group of orcs turned into one of what is now the six clans of orcs all orcs in 40k belong to one of these clans they can belong to different laws and that loyalty can change but your clan is like your home uh, planet or your race or whatever you want to call it for them so i'm gonna break down some of these well we're gonna break down all of them the first clan it's called the Bad Moons. Their symbol is a moon with a mean face. And <laughs> their primary color is yellow. They because their primary color is yellow, their teeth grow faster than all other orc clans, so they are the wealthiest. So they tend to have the fanciest shooters in tech. Makes sense. Yeah. Next we have the uh also if you want to read out I have a quote for each one of these. So <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I'm going to read this. <clears throat> Because it's hilarious. All right, Cockney accent. Let's hear it. The bad
0: moons, what got lots of teeth because they grow faster than any other orcs. So they's a bunch of rich gits. That means that they got the best squigs in Dhaka. But since Daze such lazy gits, they's no good at chopping and stomping. So other orcs can always just find a bad moon and stomp his teeth out. Bad moons wear yellow to color to big booms and shiny bits. Perfect.
1: Absolutely perfect. You're going to do that for each clan now. I've said... (laughs) It's
0: wonderful.
1: (laughs) It's really fun, right? (laughs) Anyway, next are the blood axes. Blood axes are the orc clan that most utilize tactics and strategy because they basically spent the most time around the Imperium and they started adopting their tactics. Although other orcs then think they're not very orky because of this. So Commandos, which are special kind of works that are, I think Rambo, but with less stealth. <laughs> Shh. Uh, Ram- Rambo, but he kind of sucks. <laughs> <That's> well, the- <laughs> I think like Rambo, like from the second movie where he's literally shirtless with like the two, you know, assault rifles. Like that's more what we're talking about. Like, <laughs> yep. So go, uh, their main color is red. Uh, well, a kind of red. There's another clan that's also red. And their symbol is an orc skull with two red axes behind them. Give us our quote, Chris. As the blood axes, they're the ones who've been hanging
0: around the stinking Yummies for ages too long and gone and developed all sorts of unorky things like tactics, reconnaissance, camouflage, and worse of all, retreat. They've even got a saying about it. If we runs for it, it don't count as losing, because we can always come back for another go, see? Days marked as cowardly gets by most of the boys, because they be the dead cunning days, the main source of the best war bosses in wild time, next to the prophet himself, of course. Blood axes with camera flash, but at least they paint it nice and bright so you can see them coming.
1: I, I love this. All right, It's a lot of fun. And and I'm doing this cold without reading them first, so that's kind of <laughs> all right. Uh, e- evil Sons, remember how we said earlier that Mad Max Fury Road is very Orky? They're specifically these guys because Evil Sons are all about going fast. They have the most vehicles. They paint them all red, and they're all about speed and and guzzling, whatever you want to call it. But that that's that's them. So <laughs> give us our quote.
0: The Evil Sons are part of the counter speed. And they've got the most mechs. And they're always mucking about with the technological equipment and speedy cuts. They's big believers in the color red. Because reds uns go faster.
1: Yep, and their symbol is just a, a red orc skull in the middle I of love the sun. It. It's next badass. Is, Yep. Next is the death skulls. They are technically the smartest they're the most interested in technology particularly stealing it from other people (laughs) (laughs) they also paint themselves blue because they like they literally will dump buckets of blue paint on themselves their symbol is a blue horned orc skull give us our quote Death scows are a bunch of thieving looting gits what'll
0: grab anything what's got na- not nailed down. And if it nailed down, they'll loot the nails, then loot the thing what was nailed down and make it orky. And oy does mean everything, even if the middle of a scrap. The mechs love them, though, because nobody's got the bits and gubners than a left than a deaf did a deaf skull looter deaf skulls all seem to have the kind of technical cow though deaf skulls wear the blue color blue because blue's a lucky color days have a bit of bad relationship with some arms to call the blood rafins. days
1: hates the blood rafins. next we have the snake bites which are the least interesting to me uh mostly because they are basically a way to use your fantasy models in 40k. Snake bites gotcha. don't like tech they don't like technology. They're loosely organized feral orcs. They have the most big squigs though. Well, I like those big squigs. Yeah. Oh, they're simple by the way is a snake. It's just a I like of snake.
0: Days to snake bites and days a bunch of fundy gits who won't use any technology more complicated than a chopper and wool paint. Anytime with there's the world what wa smashed up, it gets full of fundy boys. When they pick them up, they run off to snake bites anyway, instead of learning how to fight proper. But they has got squiggoths, and every wa needs a big needs really big kiwi things. Snake bikes wear brown, like a bunch of
1: zogged humi Armish folk. Next is the Goths, who are really easily described. They're the biggest orcs. Period. That's all that's really special about them, is they're the biggest ones. Their symbol is a black uh, horned orc skull with a checkerboard circle around it. Quote time. In the middle of this, I just want to say, to Periwinka Blue Caravan. What?
0: <laughs> periwinkle Blue for me, ma. What? It's for his ma. What? For me, ma. <clears throat> Sorry. The death skulls would approve. So, <laughs> Golsa are the fightiest of all the oaks. They's always fighting, especially with each other. It's a rare golf that hasn't killed at least something every day of his life. This constant fighting makes them the toughest and meanest of all the oaks. Gascomb Mag Urka Thraka himself was a golf. That's why he's so big, odd, and mean. Golfs wear black, the color of the dead odd.
1: The color of being dead odd. Sorry, yeah, dead odd. And dead the odd. last. And the last, you might notice, I'm saying more than six. That's because the the free Buddhas are not descended from one of the 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 beasts. They are my favorite. First of all, they're my army. They're orc pirates.
0: Of That's course, it.
1: and they I are, love their logo, by the way, which is an orc skull Jolly Roger. That's literally and what I, it is.
0: I lo- the hat has almost like, even though it's it's um like um. Um, rusted metal.
1: It has a coconutty kind of look to it that I think is really yep. cool. And they are composed of exiles from all the other clans. Of course. So give us our quote. <clears throat> Then there's the Freebooters, booters. boys what left their
0: clan to become mechs and pirates and all that. Freebooters is a-kicking all their clan and liking something that isn't violence more than violence, but something leave all their own accord for similar reasons. Freebooters will even work for stupid umis and shinies, or hats, though that don't mean they won't turn around and give them, well, and have a go at them too if they think there's a good reason for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I collect free Buddhas partially because I love the idea of pirate orcs, but also partially because it allows you to basically have orcs from all the other clans and still have them function together. <laughs> I love it. Alright, so that basically covers all of my main overview. The rest of my uh, document is about very specific ones. Cool. So, uh, mostly two of them. So, before... Cause we probably won't have time to go into that tonight, but so right now I just want your, your thoughts, anything you might want clarification or to dig in on, like, what, what are you thinking? No, I I'm just having fun
0: doing those voices is great. I, I am getting a really, really good picture of these guys and i just want to like, I don't know. I, I want to hang out with them or at, least, <laughs> or, or at least witness them beating the shit out of each other. I love the idea of like, I got on a train, um, when I was in England uh for work in 2014 and we got on the train and trains in england are way different than trains in the united states because they're fast number one and um because you know their infrastructure is not a piece of junk like most of ours mm-hmm. and we get on the train and a bunch of soccer hooligan guys get on the train you know and they're all like punching each other in the dick and like <laughs> laughing and, have- mm-hmm. and another thing that's fine on this train is to bring your own alcohol on <laughs> they also served alcohol on the train But this is like a classy train And these guys walk up and down the train And start hand- the guy's got a sack full of beers And he starts <laughs> handing out beers to people And they all get everybody going With the chant of the team they wanted to win And I'm like you know what I'm Yes, wherever you guys are going Let's go <laughs> yeah. And there wasn't even a game that day
1: That That's was the awesome. best thing That's about perfect. it They yeah, were just all is- done up and ready to go That is high orc energy Right there <laughs> So, <laughs> if you want to if you want to skip real quick down to page uh, nineteen yeah, of the document yeah, I sent
0: you, we can he can always do a second half of this too because I I do not want to uh, um, throw your work away here.
1: Oh no, trust me. the the two orcs that I want to talk about specifically are Tuska Daemon Killer and Gazkul Mag Thraka. One of which Tuska's story is pretty short. I could cover that pretty quickly, but Gazkul's story could be an entire thing itself so okay. for now so for now just skip down to page 19 for some pictures of other cool orc units and i'll talk yeah, about so what and then, you then see.
0: let's and then let's try after the first of the year comes to just do a second half of this
1: all so right
0: so i'm gonna first... go to page 19 give me a minute all right this is
1: awesome by the way oh my lordy so that first one you see i've li- labeled it is called a megatrack scrap jet And it's basically, for those who are listening to this, is, hey, one of our Orc planes went down, and we don't feel like fixing it. We'll just rip off one of the jet engines, put wheels on that, and drive that around. I love it. So I I have an interesting question, because, and again, this is not to throw
0: Ulrich under the bus, even though it is kind of fun to kick him a little bit.
1: (laughs) Scott Pilgrim rocks, and you're not going to argue with us.
0: yeah. Fucking! Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah. We're just gonna say. You know what? I have people from the Geeks with Shields on here, and they think Scott Pilgrim rules.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. exactly. No. Exactly. No. What I was gonna say is he's not very fond of the orcs, right? Uh, he has no problem with them. It's just he's a he's an emperor's man at heart. All of his no. armies are. I, I are get ethereal, it. So. I get it. It just this
0: seems very not in his wheelhouse of what you know and and i don't mean that in like a negative to him it's just um you know i his his love of war games and things like this is the the uh historical resonance behind it and the orcs are a little bit too non-human i think
1: like for... i said they they are the xenos race well yeah well, the most well the most xenos race like the most different from us would be the Tyranids. Uh, orcs are like the the poster boy for a xenos race. They've been fighting with humans for as long as humans have existed in the galaxy. They're the most like they are as iconic to the hobby as Space Marines are. If you ever go to a tournament, uh, you'll all you'll at some point hear someone at some table just yell out "Waaah!" <laughs> it just happens. So. There's actually a rule in previous editions where you couldn't do certain things that the will with without yelling it. You had to yell it to make the thing happen. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so as for what, like... I don't know, uh, Auric has never given me the impression that he had any particular distaste for them. I know that Wretched is not a huge maybe, fan of them, maybe, mostly maybe because...
0: It's more, maybe it's more that when he was, you know, before, you know, coordination made it so we were doing this without him, he had said, oh, you know, I'm going to let Axel handle the orc episode. And I think, so it's less of a didn't interest and more
1: that he just doesn't have a verse in them. Probably, yeah. Like I said, he he collects primarily the the Imperium stuff, and the fact that orcs were my are my primary army means that he was like, "I'm just going to be quiet there the whole time, anyway. So why don't you just go ahead and do it?"
0: In addition, I'm I'm loving the the energy and excitement you bring to it because it's getting me like. I can't decide now, because I, I really like some of the Imperium stuff. I particularly like the, the ones that looked like just straight-up World War II wearing battle armor. Like, uh, I, I, Death, I... Death
1: Corps of Krieg would be like I that. I
0: loved that shit. Like, I'm just like, this is so cool. <laughs> but, but anyway, moving on.
1: Yeah, well... That's why I like having I have one Imperial army and one non-imperial army. For anyone listening, I collect orcs and I collect Sisters of Battle. So yeah, which are a very, I was very really fond of as well. Yeah, they're a very, very different kind of army. So but anyway, so next picture we have here is a Killican, which is basically a walking tank piloted by Gretchen's. Yep. And it's just it's just Buzz Buzz y and Killy and I don't know how to explain it better than that. It's just got and I in- like the
0: art style on this too. It has a very like um, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, you know, kind of like you know black and white like nineteen fifties B sci fi thing
1: going for it that I really like. Well, it, it fits in because orcs have a real um what what is it called junk punk yeah kind of vibe steampunk going on. junk punk yeah it, it definitely has a little bit of that blend yeah. So, let's uh, see, so we got a picture of an orc weird boy who's spout lightning from his eyes. My Next is a picture of my favorite model. I actually own these models, Flash Gits, which are—they're uh, exclusively Free Buddhas. That's why you see the pirate hats on them. Yes! And and they just have—they have—they're called snaz guns, which are basically the best guns an orc can have. They're just big, crazy, minigun-like things that are super customized by the orc wielding them. So—
0: I, I love these guys too. I like the checkers on their um their shoulder armor. Um it's got a very like this guy could like break down and do some like, you know, be like at like a ska show, like rocking out on the stage. <laughs> Like, I love it.
1: Oh, I, uh, side I sidebar. If you want to hear orc music, oh, the God. band uh the band Ailstorm is generally considered by the community to be orc music. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Oh, that that that's really cool. I know them. That that's yeah. perfect. I am
0: this random sidebar, I don't know why this is making me think of this, but uh, the band Less Than Jake, who, who are my favorite band, who do the the singer, does the uh, theme song to my shows, um, they recently just did a, um, a COVID, you know, uh, uh, streamed concert because, uh, you know, just to, to nobody, right? Yeah. And one of the big surprises in the middle of it was they brought out, you know, like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones have the guy that dances.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: less than Jake used to have a guy that would come out and dance at all of their shows. I think it was one of their roadies, and he would dress in um, like a, a like sky, you know, suit, you know, the checkered like red suit with a Skeletor mask, basically. <laughs> and this guy comes out in the middle of the set, and I was so happy. And these guys have that energy. So
1: I'm just yeah, I would say uh, the, um, a lot of people say that orcs would listen to Noise Core, which I, core. I don't. I don't disagree with that, but I do think Ale Storm is pretty accurate, especially for the Free Buddhas. Uh, anyway, we got Grot Tanks, which are literally just little tanks piloted by an individual Grot. They're they're Love adorable. It. Below that we have, I just thought it was a really cool picture, a Mega Knob, which is an Orc Knob in basically a big mech war suit. Love it. I don't know. I got real Batman vibes off that picture in the best possible way. So
0: Batman the Animated Series vibes, like the, the color scheme
1: for yeah. sure. Uh, below that, we have a Luta boy. Lutas are ex- almost exclusively Death skulls, so I, that's why you can see the blue paint in his arm. But Lutas then have, uh, they're called Death Guns. That's the big-ass gun he's carrying. It is more destructive than a snaz gun, but way less accurate. And accurate, even with a snaz gun, is a loose term, because orcs basically just shoot a bunch in a direction. So. <laughs> Love it. Next, we have a a big mech with a shock attack gun. And if you're paying close attention, yes, he is sucking a Gretchen in with one hand to fire it out the gun. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Uh, Below that, we have Storm Boys. Storm Boys are almost exclusively blood axes, I believe, although I think there are some in the Evil Suns because, you know, speed. They're orcs that strap rockets to their backs so they can get to the fight quicker.
0: That sounds dangerous and wonderful. He looks like not only is he getting to
1: the fight quicker, but he's in a lot of pain because of it. (laughs) That's (laughs) that's definitely a good thing. (laughs) Below that, we have my favorite named unit in all of Orcs. Just, I love saying this. Boomdaka. Boomdaka Snazwagon, And if that doesn't scream Mad Max energy, I don't know what does. Well, he's got a guy fucking strapped to the front of it. Yeah, little Gretchen that's strapped in the front like freaking Max. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh below that and the, oh, below that we have Mad Doc Rotznick which would ma- um he's going to be important when we tell cool story. Gotcha. So he's just he's just a big named figure and the fact that he had cool art. So Anyway, I could go on a lot of more like details and stuff. I know we have a bit more of a time schedule today and we're we'll do another follow up to talk about cool and Tusca, but uh yeah. So now that you've seen all these pictures, you've gone over most of the highlights of orc culture. Anything? Anything else you want to dig into? I, I mean, I'm
0: just I'm excited, and I want to have that second episode with you right now because I want to dig into stuff. But um, I uh, damn. So if I walked away from this, um, what are you? You know, obviously, where I'm I'm still in the middle of
1: um of the flight of the Eisenstein. Um, oh, sidebar, there is coming out, I think it might be out now, a book written entirely from the perspective of an orc. That's what I was
0: going to ask for. Is there? Is there anything you'd recommend? Because I want to, like, see these guys in action. <laughs> uh,
1: I haven't actually read this book yet because it, like, is extremely recent. Um, right. I don't know what it's called offhand. I'll find it and, and get back to you. But No, no worries. Yeah, but it's it, so... I got into orcs primarily because I got into Warhammer, generally playing uh, Dawn of War, and in Dawn of War, the orcs were just the most fun to play for me because their voice lines are all great. They you know they just walk around saying things like "Green is best," or "Let's get back to fighting," "Time to get stuck in with the boys," right? And it's it's just, it's just fun. Yeah, it's just fun to do that. Like I said at the beginning, that's the primary word of the day here. Orcs are fun. And everything about them screams fun. On the tabletop, right now, there are two main ways to build an army that's that can be successful. One is to get a shitload of boys. Like, literally, I saw a list that was something like 120 boys models, plus gas cool, plus 10 mega knobs. So just a lot of models. That's one way to run it works. Or another list that worked really well was, like, 15 buggies. Just different kinds of buggies and and make basically a war band from Fury Road. So, <laughs> love it. Anyway, you you were saying so like things to to recommend. I, yeah, it's hard to because here's the thing about orcs because they are this like comedy thing. They are m- better than tyrannids when it comes to this, but they still are are hard to make protagonists in anything. Uh, but it it does happen. Like I said, Cool's story is a really cool story, and it it also features a really cool Imperial dude named Commissar Yerik. But, but that's why I'm I'm really psyched to read that Orc book. I was I was reading an excerpt from it. They released an excerpt, and uh, in it, they're on some Imperial planet that, uh, and they're dealing with like automated defense systems in some hallway, and the Orc who is cunning realizes that like. Oh, umis have to be able to travel through here, so there has to be some way they tell if you're an umi or not. Oh, I got it. Grab some of them bodies over there. We'll strap them to this door, and then we'll go down the hole, and they'll think that we're the dead umis. And the plan doesn't work. They get fired of, at. Of course. But he goes, oh, well, just gonna find another plan. <laughs> Love it. Yeah,
0: oh, they, man, uh, that's awesome.
1: As far as, like, the models go, too, they're a little harder to paint than, like, Space Marines because they have a lot of, like, different – like, the, yes, they're all green, but as you can see with the checkerboards and stuff, they're they're very fun with all the colors. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to pick Free Buddha so I could play around. With the, like, I want to paint my, my Morkanot. I'm going to paint it with the colors from Megas XLR, so it's going to be my Megas Morkonaut. And then I'm going to get a Gorkonaut and paint it with colors from Tengen Topa Gurren because there's a great fan art of of the characters from both of those as Gork and Mork, and I love that. Love it! So. Oh, that's great. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna take me a while to get there. But uh, and like when I said that, like Wretched's um, not a big fan of orcs. That's not. That's t- probably too strong. Like he likes orcs. He just thinks that sometimes they get a little too meme-y. Like he, he thinks that the wah goes a little too far, but gotcha. That, I can see that, but I enjoy it. I'm, 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 like, it's
0: a good counterbalance to the ultra serious um, that that I've been exposed to so far. So it's, so it's cool.
1: Yeah, it's um, actually a big part of the reason why I, I love him too. When, when me and Oliver had our talk about is Warhammer forty k something you should take seriously or not, and basically we came down to both take it seriously and don't yeah, take it seriously.
0: Absolutely. Orks are
1: yeah, orks are a big part of why that works for me because. Orcs do have, like, great, like, lore, too, and their some make for some great stories, and Gaskell's story is, like, legitimately awesome. But they are primarily a jokey, let's-all-talk-in-stupid cockney accents and have fun kind of time, so. Right. Oh, perfect.
0: Well, well, I'm going to say then that that's a perfect stopping point for it, and we're just going to have to, in the next couple weeks, do a second half and More content. More content. More content yeah wah! and uh and i was gonna say you know um since you know i don't know if you you guys have recorded today or not i know that it's been a a rough end of the year for scheduling and everything but you know i just wanted to say th- thank you for being your great friend and a part a good part of 2020 for me man because it's not a good year
1: so yeah chris same to you man i i've, I've said in some of our recordings that this is literally been the worst year of my life not just for reasons that have to do with what's actually going on in 2020 but for stuff of course to me specifically but like the fact that i said this before but the fact that like i became that you became a friend of mine like not just a collaborator on like content but like i consider you my friend me too a, has been one of my possibly my favorite thing to come out of getting into the podcast game to begin with so i appreciate that. as you no, I appreciate that, and I feel the same way, and I can't wait
0: to share more stuff. And I, I told Ulrich earlier tonight, I finally finished The Mandalorian, and I'm so happy. I don't know if yeah. you've watched it, but I'm just uh, happy I haven't I'm Happy finished that it. I stuck it out. I'm just happy <laughs> that I – because I wasn't going to watch season two. I was getting so annoyed by the discourse. Oh, I'm That's sorry. That's all right. No, it's not even about that show, just in general. And I'm like – oh no, I. That, yeah. And I sat down and watched it, and I'm like, "Yay! This is Star Wars, and I'm happy."
1: <laughs> it was basically my takeaway from it. No, I think that's that's perfectly valid. You know, sometimes you you, you need something like that. Like I, you know, what I've been watching recently? I went I went back and started watching Dragon Ball, original Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. What was and, that? I said I, I similarly I've gone back and started watching Dragon Ball, original Dragon Ball. Oh, and, great! Awesome. Yeah, and. Uh, and while the first season had a little too much crass humor in it, once it got kind of past that and started, you know, doing what I remember as Dragon Ball things, it's been my like, yeah, I'm just gonna relax and, and cook some food and and watch Kid Goku beat the hell out of the Red Ribbon Army. It's it's good time. So that's
0: awesome. Well, then I'm I'm it's late, so I'm gonna go pass out. Um, All right. Well, I'll oh, go ahead. No, I was just say thank you so much. For shooting the shit with chippa especially about warhammer and uh just thank you for being a good friend and um you know plug your stuff
1: before you go oh all right well uh little peek behind the curtain i'm usually not the one who plugs or works better at than me so i had him write up a thing for me so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna read it real quick <laughs> sounds good to um, me yeah so you know Again, I'm Axel Wright from the Geeks with Shields podcast, where you know we talk about whatever we can put under the umbrella of geeky or nerdy stuff. Uh, usually, movies and television shows, but we've also branched into you know games, music, uh, comic books a couple times. I think we had an episode about food once. Just whatever you can be geeky about, whatever. And if you like this content that I'm doing with Chris here, we have another podcast that's related called uh, Geeks of Grimdark where we bring on people from the Warhammer community, just anyone who wants to show up, and we talk about Warhammer stuff, what their army is or what's going on in the community or with Games Workshop, the company behind Warhammer. It's a good time. and We're about to start season two. I don't know. Sometimes Ulrich knows the schedule. But right. anyway, that that's where you can find us. Geeks with Shields, Geeks of Grimdark. We have Geeks Who Haunt, which is Ulrich's uh, wife talks about Horror movies with people. I believe Chris, you've been a guest on there a number of times.
0: So. Oh yeah, love that show. I yeah. love everything you guys do, and um, I, I, you know, you know, we are growing and moving up through this podcast game together as podcasters, and uh, you know, it, it's always. Great to see the laurels like back and forth. That we're able to give each other, but I'm so happy you guys got Graham McNeil on.
1: I mean, I was I, about to say, I was about to say that like if, if you're listening to this and you have to listen to Chris's episode with Graham McNeil, that was personally my favorite thing you did in this season of the year, right? <laughs> but, and,
0: and my my friend Dan, um, who who worked at Games Workshop when I met him originally, you know, back in 2001 or whenever that was, um, you know, I said to him, I'm gonna have Graham McNeil on, and he's like but you don't know anything about Warhammer. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm learning. And he's like, so what's your bent going to be? And I go, listen to the episode. And I, I tried to, you know, approach it as I do with every guest of, you know, I'm going in cold and I'm just going to get to know this person. And not only was Graham an incredible guest, he's just a super cool guy, but um, I thought I did a great job. And Dan was blown away. He goes, you rocked that. And I'm like, well, I, I just treat people legit. And, I never would have thought to reach out to him had I not heard, you know, how, had I not
1: listened to your episode with him. So that was yeah, I mean, really cool. W- when he came out and talked with us, that was, I had a very similar experience. Like I like how down to earth and just a cool dude that Graham is. So, and that's why listening to your episode with him was, was really cool to me. So, and, and, and what I loved about both of our episodes, cause I listened to, you know, I knew you got him on, I
0: I did a quick thing in it, but I, you know, I wanted. To like make sure you know I didn't just re-ask Questions or whatever then I listened to both Episodes and I'm like even though we're Talking to the same guy it's like It's like dual content We we're not like it, it was it was perfect You know um just like I Love having you guys on because we're not redundant It's not like you know where you know We're geeky about stuff but we're not Um you know you're not coming on my Show and having to repeat something you're doing and Vice versa we're 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 growing And adding to our um our stuff together and not you know there's no like stepping on toes or any garbage
1: like that that you well, get there. Well you know Chris from from a professional and from a personal level I appreciate you and I'm glad that you're around and thank you for having me man Same deal and I'm going to go to sleep so thank you again <laughs> for shooting the shit with me and
0: everybody um you know as these these guys have called me a shield brother and that makes me so happy because if you listen to their show that has a lot more meaning than just saying the word and um you know i really appreciate that and uh you know i just can't wait to create more stuff and can't wait to have you back on to talk more orcs
1: i agree i also can't wait for covid to be over so i can find a way to hang out with you in person (laughs) exactly so cheers everyone and we'll talk to you soon bye all right